the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. And John Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. And today we have two new contenders who have no idea what they've gotten themselves into. In one corner, he makes other trivia players scram. He likes to listen to Wham! And his favorite food is Spam. It's Sam the Slam Mitchell. Sam, welcome yeah. to the show, and let the folks at home know a little bit about you. I am happy to be here. Uh, my name is Sam Mitchell, proudly from Jacksonville, Florida. I think it's the trivia mecca of the world. Um, a passionate Jaguars fan. You're going to see them being played here in the background here in a little bit. I'm very excited about that. And I own a little trivia company called I Know It Trivia. So I know you're probably not in the Jacksonville area, but if you want to give us a follow on Instagram, that would be great. Thank you. Well, a couple of us actually have been in the Jacksonville area all at the same time. So. <laughs> that's, right. that's fair. That's fair. All right. In the other corner, he can channel his inner genius and leave you in a puddle. He's more mysterious than the Loch Ness Monster and deeper than any ocean. In fact, he's built Fjord Tough. It's Casey, the body of waters. <laughs> oh, my. Casey, welcome <laughs> to the show. <laughs> Let the folks at home know hey, about do. you. <laughs> Well, hey guys, I'm Casey. I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm a, I guess you could say intermediate gardener. I've got about, geez, about 250 plants in my basement right now, wow. uh, ready to go for the next spring. Now, is this is in your basement? Is it gardener loosely? <laughs> <laughs> well, hydroponics. <laughs> No, no, I'm I'm one of those uh, crazy fruit growers. So I've got plums cool. and about Jesus, about 150 to 200 figs um, in the basement. <laughs> As someone who owns a fig tree, that's about right. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just one fig tree, I swear, gives me more figs than I will ever eat in the year. Yeah, dude. Uh, I was picking five to six pounds a day uh, this wow, this past geez. season. So everybody's well, getting jammed for Christmas. Hey. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. And now let's find out how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know Sam and Casey just a little bit better and uh, kind of 
off recording before we started, uh, Casey and I were kind of bonding on our previous lives as bass players. So I want to know, gentlemen, who is your favorite bass player? Can I go first because I only know one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go ahead, Sam. Uh, my favorite bass player of all the bass players in the world is the only one I know their name uh, would be Flea. I'm going with Flea. Slap it a bass. Gosh. Can I cheat? How do, you, mean, how do you cheat in this game? It's, subject, it's as subjective as possible. This Gosh. You got well, to give me say, one. So. Okay, okay. Then Getty Lee for sure. All right. So both uh, both great rock bassists. Kind of almost, I wouldn't say different ends of the rock spectrum. Um, if any one of you had said Victor Wooten, it would have been insta-win because uh, he might be my See. favorite bass player. <laughs> Um, because I've seen Victor Wooten play at least three times live, and he just he gets more amazing every time I see him. And as far as bass playing goes, both the guys, uh, both Flea and Getty Lee, are amazing. But the man played YYZ, so I got to give it to Getty Lee because that's a that's an amazingly difficult bass part. Uh, so Casey gets picked first in round one, sir. What category are you going to start us off in? Okay, well, since we started with. A musical category. Let's go ahead and do music. That makes sense. And your decade is the 90s. Oh, wonderful. What R&B group wanted to sex you up in 1991? I want to sex you up in 2024. (laughs) (laughs) Gracious. Of all the music, R&B is not my strong suit. I want to say salt and pepper. Salt and pepper is incorrect. Sam, can Mm. you steal? Uh, just uh, no, I can't. But I'll take a stab at it. Um, I want to sex you up. I've never sound more white in my life. I want to <laughs> sex you up. Um, I mean, when you say I it like that, with, yeah. <laughs> I will go with "Naughty by Nature" is all I got. "Naughty by Nature" is incorrect. Uh, Adam, I know you know this one. I do because I believe this actually made my um, top ten naughty times playlist or my top time panty droppers as we called it yep. when we had Ben Ooh. Young on Bla- Blast from Our Past. It made mine uh, as well, actually. Yes, uh, I wanna sex you up. Great song by All for One. Uh, try again. Oh wait. Oh. Oh, color me bad. It's color me bad. All oh, oh, my color me bad. I, I had. I had. There was another another one in my head. My bad. Uh, all right. That's all right. So uh, no harm, no foul, and we are over to Sam. Um, I will take movies. All right. And your decade is the 60s. And here's to you, John Mills, for starring in this 1960 live-action Disney adventure film about building an island home. Building an island home? Oh. Oh, I get the clue. Um, It's, um... Oh, God. It's, uh... (laughs) It's uh, Swiss Family Robinson. Swiss Family Robinson is correct. That was sketchy. <laughs> you got it. Well all done. right. Casey, let's get you some points, sir. What category are we going to do that in? All right, all right, all right. Let's do toys and games. All right, toys and games. And that's the 70s. And before that, I do want to mention, I realized the song I was thinking of was uh, I'll Make Love to You. That's the all-for-one song. Oh, okay. And then the other one, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I got there eventually. Right. I'm just saving my own butt here. It's the 70s. <laughs> the first generation of gaming consoles were on sale between around 1972 and 1980, and they included the Magnafox Odyssey, 
the Telstar, the Home Pong, and what? The first game system ever made by Nintendo. And I realized I'll Make Love to You is a boys to men song. <laughs> it's the song it's, I Swear. It's just I get, swear. It's just getting worse. I swear. I am digging my worse. own grave here. I swear. No. By the mood. That's the all for one song. I, I am so off today. <laughs> it's just going to keep going. I'm sorry. All right. I got to say it's the Nintendo Entertainment System. The, nin- the Nintendo Entertainment System is incorrect. Incorrect? What? Yes, sir. Hmm. Sam, can you steal? Uh, no, I can't. Uh, but I will just go with. Uh, it has some. Uh, mm, that mm. we'll go with the power glove. That is so wrong. I just want to get power glove into this <laughs> show. Uh, the power glove is so wrong. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this was it was Nintendo's first attempt at a console before the NES system, and it was just simply called the Color TV Game System. <laughs> what lame. <laughs> I didn't name it. I didn't name it. All right, back to Sam. I will go with TV. (laughs) TV. It's the 80s. Name this 1983 TV miniseries about aliens who come to Earth to ask for our help and a few suspicious humans discover their horrific true intentions. Hugo Weaving was not involved. Hugo Weaving not involved. (sighs) Ah... Damn, um, I don't understand the Hugo. We, I'm sure it has like a Red Skull reference. I don't know. I'll do, I think they. I'll just go with V. V is correct. I think they made a remake of it, they right? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's I how think I got Marina it. Baccarin was in the uh, the remake, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Still don't understand the Hugo Reaving reference. No. Oh, V for Vendetta. I got it. <laughs> um, got it. It's not as yeah. it's not as fun if you if yeah. you get it after the fact. All for one <laughs> sang a song called V. I'm pretty sure. It was really good. <laughs> no, I think that was by Naughty by Nature. Yeah, no, that was it. That was it, yeah. <laughs> All right, Casey, we've got to get you some points, sir. Ooh, please. Uh, let's do food. All right. Okay. Your decade is the 50s. Everyone's 50s. favorite. Now, the one good thing I will say is both cases that you've picked a, uh, a category, nobody has gotten the answer, so you haven't really lost anything yeah. from it. We've we got to get you some points. Hopefully it's All worth this right. one. Though he claimed to have invented it several years years earlier, Victor Bergeron first introduced what quintessential tiki cocktail in Hawaii in 1953 when he created a cocktail menu for the Royal Hawaiian and Moana hotels. It's made of rum, curacao liqueur, orjot syrup, and lime juice. See, I was a certified bartender there for a hot six months, so I I should know this. My head's going to the hurricane. The hurricane is incorrect. Dang. Sam, can you steal? Oh, this is like my worst category. As a non-drinker, I have no idea. But I have a name in my mind, and I can't pull it right now, which is driving me crazy. But um, it's, um, God, what is it? I feel like it ends with I-A-N, and I cannot get it. I don't pull it out. Uh, this is a wrong answer, but. Pina colada. If you like pina coladas, is incorrect. <laughs> Adam, you think you know this one? Uh, actually, yes, I think I do know this one. Other, unlike the music one, which I've botched over multiple <laughs> times. I would guess this is a mai tai. It is a mai oh, tai. That's a, uh, 
That's what I was going for. Yeah. When I said I A N, I meant M A I. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Well, uh, Sam, it's your turn, and you've been the only one who's been able to pick a category that somebody can answer. So let's see if that continues. Oh, oh. <laughs> we we appreciate you, Casey. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sam's uh, not getting those questions either. So yeah, that's, that's true. That's helpful. That's that's fair. Uh, I'll go with sports. All right. And we're staying in the fifties. Oh God. And we have a question from Brian Nash. Thank you, Brian. Hey, thank, thank you, Brian. Which current NFC team's last NFL championship was in the pre-Super Bowl era all the way back in 1957? Um, it's uh, it's got to be the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions is correct. Man, well done, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, Casey, we've got news and politics, fashion, literature, and slang left. It's your slang. Okay. Three for three, we're in the 50s. In the 50s, a bird dog was someone who tried to steal your what? I would say your woman. Your woman is correct. Or girlfriend or wife or whatever. I would accept (laughs) any of those. All right. Got him some points. All right, Sam, we got literature, fashion, and news. Uh, We'll go with news. News from the 80s. Tank Man is the nickname of an unidentified Chinese man who stood in front of a column of tanks, leaving what location on June 5th, 1989, the day after the Chinese military had brutally suppressed protests? Uh, We're looking for Tiananmen Square is what we're looking for. Tiananmen Square, I will accept. I've also heard Tiananmen Square, but I'll accept either pronunciation. It's that southernness that, you know, we just... (laughs) All right, Casey. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, man. All right, let's do literature. Literature coming at you. And you also get the 80s. All right. If you own a copy of Stan Sakai's Albedo, you might have the second most valuable comic book of the 80s behind the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The main character is a samurai rabbit named what is it Jax? Jax is incorrect dang okay sam can you steal i have no freaking idea i will go with jack with a k jack is also incorrect uh the rabbit's name is usagi yojimbo yojimbo oh okay off after the kurosawa movie yes and if you have an original copy of that it's estimated to be worth around four thousand dollars oh all right um oh sorry well you you don't really get a choice you're getting fashion yeah (laughs) you're getting fashion and your decade is the 90s sean john paul gaultier created the iconic cone bra bodysuit for what pop stars 1990 blonde ambition tour the hell did you just say um What? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go with Madonna. Madonna is correct. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cone bra, absolutely, Madonna. Oh, cone. I heard C O M B comb, and I was like, oh. I have no idea what a comb bra is. <laughs> like, have... Yeah. All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? 
All right. Well, Mr. Mitchell has a healthy little lead here because he's got 50. Casey is hanging on, though. He's got an answer right. Hey! An answer right. He's got 10. But I do think uh, anything can happen in round two. That's right. We've seen bigger comebacks than that happen. Or are they are they bigger letdowns? It's either either is possible. We've here. had both, absolutely. Okay. I, mean, I guess okay. it just depends on your point of view. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, Casey got to pick first in round one. So Sam, you're going to pick for Casey to start off round two. What category do you want to give to him? Um, I, I love it when I hear this on the podcast. So I'm going to send it right back to him. He can take fashion. Take one for the team here, Casey. Double fashion, fashion. Oh uh, yep. And it's the '80s. The fitness craze of the 1970s continued into the early 1980s. General women's streetwear worn in the early 80s included ripped sweatshirts, tights, sweatpants, and what outfit, especially ones made in velour? I would say tracksuits, jogging suits. Tracksuit is correct. All right. Good job. Mark it down. Number two. That, hey. <laughs> that backfired tremendously. All right, Casey, what category do you want to give to Sam? Let's do let's do news and politics. Right. News and politics for Sam. And it's the fifties. Commissioned in June of nineteen fifty four, the science city of Obnesk, about sixty eight miles southwest of Moscow, was the site of the world's first what? 50s is 50s category? Uh, 50s. Man, launch, man rocket launch? Man rocket launch is incorrect. Casey, can you steal? Gosh, I'm going to try. Something about Russia and that side, 50s. I'm going, is it the first nuclear reactor, nuclear plant? The first nuclear power plant is correct. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Casey got the steal. Now, Sam, you got to give him a category. Not good. Um, I will go with... It's hard. I will go with food. Okay, food for Casey. And it's the 60s. Okay. What American fast food chain that specializes in hot dogs was founded in 1961 by former Taco Bell employee John Gilardi. Despite the name, it does not sell breaded veal cutlets. May I have it one more time? It was sure. thundering pretty heavy over here. Sorry. What American fast food chain that specializes in hot dogs was founded in 1961 by former Taco Bell employee John Gilardi? Despite the name, it does not sell breaded veal cutlets. Gosh, my head wants to go to Sonic, but the breaded veal cutlets is throwing me completely. I'm going Sonic. Sonic is incorrect. Sam, can you steal? Yeah, the the breaded veal cutlets. I don't know what we're talking about. Um, uh, we will go with. Dang, what is that? Uh, this is wrong. But Nathan's. Nathan's is also incorrect. And I think uh, I think the fact that you guys are both on the East Coast is working to yeah. your detriment because I didn't have one until I moved to the West Coast. Uh, and Same I was very me. I, I was very yeah. angry the first time I went in and realized that they did not sell the actual <laughs> item that the restaurant is named for. Adam, tell them what it is. Uh, yes, because they mispronounce it. They call it Wiener Schnitzel, but we all know it's Wiener Schnitzel. V- yeah. Wiener Schnitzel is the name of the restaurant or Wiener Schnitzel, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, Wiener Schnitzels, but... It's not bad. I mean, they're 
fine. They're hot dogs. I mean, it's cheap hot dogs. It's, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're really only on the West Coast that I remember. Uh, all right. Uh, now I'm lost. Where are we? Uh, Casey is picking for Sam. Right. Okay, let's do literature. All right, literature coming for Sam. And it's the 60s. Oh, God. <laughs> These dice are killing me today. Uh, it's, they can be brutal. Yeah. Originally appearing as two separate stories in The New Yorker, what 1961 work by J.D. Salinger focuses on the two youngest members of the Glass family? Dude, J.D. Salinger is one of those authors that is like a Pavlov for a lot of other people. But for me, it's a Pavlov for the wrong answer every time. I always think he writes something different. I will go. I always get these books stupidly confused. And it's probably not either one of them. Um, I will go with, dang it, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, where I will go with Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye is incorrect. Casey, can you steal? Gosh, absolutely not. That was my answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like Sam was saying, I'm, I'm not a big J.D. Salinger fan, so I'm, I have no idea. I don't even know his other works. Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein is incorrect. Adam, you know this one? Yeah, where, yeah I, think, I think he was kind of closer. Isn't it something like Frankie and Zoe? Something like it's that. It's Franny and Zoe. Franny and Zoe. Okay. Our mom had a copy. That's the only reason that it was okay. kind of in my head. Uh, all right. Now, Sam is picking for Casey? Yeah, that's great. There we go. This is hard. The, I, I thought all morning trying to figure out how to game theory this the best, and I just, I don't Kind of goes know. out the window. Mm-hmm. I know. Especially when the dice roll, not, not the way you want them to. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, do I get know a category that he goes, that he gets wrong that I can rebound, or do I try to get him to get me to say that category? That's yeah. why. Um, I will let him get sports. Okay. Sports for Casey. And it's the 60s. We got a lot of old mm-hmm. questions today. And we have a question from Will Gilbert. Thank you, Will. Thanks, Will. Darchery, snooker, and table tennis were three of the nine sports contested in 1960 at the inaugural edition of what event? The 17th edition of this event, although with different sports, will take place next year. Which is technically this year. This one doesn't come. This one comes out in early January. Okay. Or mid late January, something like that. I would say, okay, first of all, I want to say I know that Frankenstein was written by Mary Shelley. Just want to be clear. <laughs> no. Casey, that yeah. was written by All for One. All for Yeah, yeah totally. All for one. It was. You're right. You're right. I, yeah. I, I believe Frankenstein uh, was the Edgar Winter group. Yes. Winter, yeah. <laughs> um, gosh, I want to say this, is, this has been part of the Olympics in the 60s. I need you to be more specific. Oh, Okay. May I have the question again, then? Sure. <laughs> Darchery, snooker, and table tennis were three of the nine sports contested in 1960 at the inaugural edition of what event? The 17th edition of this event, although with different sports, will take place, I guess, this year? Jeez, I don't, I don't really follow sports. Sam, you got me. Um, I don't know which Olympics are coming up, if it's summer or winter. I'm going to say summer Olympics, and that's as... As, as as best I can do. All right. Well, Summer Olympics is incorrect. Sam, can you steal? I think I think Casey kind of led me there without 
led me to waters. <laughs> um, I'm still probably going to get this wrong. Is it the Olympic triathlon? The Olympic triathlon is incorrect. Uh, Casey, you went specific in the wrong direction. I'm looking for the Paralympics. Paralympics. Oh. Dang, okay. Yeah, now I'm definitely lost. Where are we? Yeah, Casey picks for some. Uh, yes. Looks like we got movies, music, TV, toys and games, and Let's slang. Do TV. Right. TV. All right. TV for Sam. And it's the 90s. The American version of what British comedy improv show where the points don't matter first aired on ABC in 1998. Casey, okay, so you hit the sweet spot. 90s TV is my thing. Uh, that would be Whose Line Is It Anyways? Whose Line Is It Anyway is correct. Great show. That the British version is fantastic. The yeah. Americans version fantastic. It's yeah. just every to every version. I actually they were just in Jacksonville like this weekend. Nice. So that Very crew nice. was. Yeah, yeah. I saw that they've been touring around. Yeah. Yeah, they came through Greensboro about two weeks ago or something. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. Uh all right. Sam, what do you want to give back to Casey? Um well, I know which one I'm gonna get at the end of the day. Uh I'll give him slang. Slang from the 70s. The Commodores taught us this phrase for an attractive, curvy female. She's a brick house. Brick house is correct. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, to give back to Sam. Right, right, right. Let's do toys and games. All right. And that is the 80s. Subtitled The Game of Verbal Explosions. What trivia party game published in 1986 do two teams compete over multiple rounds to reach 60 points by guessing items listed on a topic card within a time limit? Oh, my God. Um, bro, what is this game called? It's, um, oh, my God. It is. <laughs> oh, this is driving me crazy because I know the answer. It is, um, Don't you hate this? The 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 podcast minus ten no, IQ good. points. This is where your your, your torture is great for us. <laughs> it's just it's fantastic on the, the show. The minus ten is kicking in right now because I know the game. Oh, is it taboo? Taboo is incorrect. <sighs> Casey, can you steal? Potentially, is it categories? Categories is also incorrect. <laughs> You guys should have listened, uh, clued in on the game of verbal explosions. It is called Outburst. Oh. All right. No points. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sam, I think you're picking for Casey. Yep. All right. So, Casey, we're going to call a truce here. I won't want a category. You want the other category, so I'll let you have it. You can take music. <laughs> okay. Fair Everybody's enough. happy. Hey, we have our first 2000s question. Which right. band had the best-selling album of 2000 with one? Interestingly enough, one of their members had been dead for 20 years by this point. Not to put pressure on Casey, but if you get this wrong, Casey, I'm getting it. So, Jeez, <laughs> no pressure at all. Yeah, no pressure at all, buddy. Well, I got to say, the pressure's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> one. 
It's like a dream come true to just want to be with you. See, it all comes back around <laughs> to my idiocy from earlier, but sorry, Casey, didn't mean to. You don't need me. a shovel, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I dig my own graves. Well, I'm, I'm stumped on this one. I, I honestly want to say queen for um, Bohemian Rhapsody. I know that's not right. Take it away. Queen. I wouldn't say that's not a bad guess. Unfortunately, it is incorrect. All right, Sam, you seem to know the answer, so what is it? I'll talk. Um, it was an orange and yellow album cover, if I recall. That would be The Beatles. It was The Beatles. All their number one hits. Uh, so it was, uh, it was a big one. I remember we had that one. All right. It leaves movies for Sam. It does. And we've got the 80s. If you cast the actors who played Jack Ryan, Batman, Spock's mother, and Thelma, you get what 1988 comedy? Say those, say those people again. Sure. If you cast the actors who played Jack Ryan, Batman, Spock's mother, and Thelma, you get what 1988 comedy? That is difficult. Jack... Okay. Jack Ryan, you picked two characters that have had like 45 people play these characters, and now I'm playing the the match game in my head. Jack Ryan and Batman. I don't think Val Kilmer's ever been in a comedy, so we're going to eliminate him. George Clooney, maybe? Christian Bale's probably too young. Maybe? Michael? Oh. <laughs> I'm not saying his name three times. We're looking for Beetlejuice is what we're looking for. All right. Well, Jack Ryan was played by Alec Baldwin. Uh, Batman was played by Michael Keaton. Winona Ryder played Spock's yeah. mother in the rebooted Star Trek series. And uh, Thelma was Gina Davis. This is Beetlejuice. Uh, and I, I take massive resentment for you saying that Val Kimmer was never in a comedy because uh, Top Secret I was going to say Top Secret. <laughs> top secret exactly. Fantastic film. So, sorry. That, that one slipped my mind. I'm sorry about that. All right, that is the end of round two, Adam. What is our score going into the final round? All right, with uh, that wonderful Beetlejuice knowledge, Sam does have a double-up score, but that doesn't mean Casey's out. Sam has got 80, and Casey has 40. We have seen people come back from this. All right, well, let's find out what categories are going to go into our final round. Sam, since you were in the lead, which one would you like to add? Um, I'm going Sports. Sports. And it's the 70s. All right. And Casey, which category do you want to add? Let's do toys and games. All right. Toys and games. And it's the 90s. All right, gentlemen. Based on 70s sports and 90s toys and games, go ahead and write down your bids. I am in. I believe I'm in as well. All right. We will start off with 70s sports. In the aftermath of the 1972 Flood v. Kahn Supreme Court case, MLB negotiated a new collective bargaining agreement signed in 1976 that gave players a broader range of options as a what? And 90s toys and games. In what 1990 children's board game do players spin the spinner to advance around the game board while attempting to, to collect a complete set of jewelry by landing on spaces associated with each piece. 
while our contestants are thinking about their answers, I'm just going to remind everybody, uh, you know what, go back and check out that Panty Droppers episode on Beef Up, because I really <laughs> screwed up everything about that earlier today. But you know what, it was a good episode. We had Ben Young on it, and he's, uh, you know, in the Trivia Hall of Fame and all. He's awesome. Um, so yeah, you know what, to save myself and realizing, I'm not even sure that that All For One song was even on that <laughs> list. Uh, so <laughs> I really screwed that one up. But you know what, Blast From Our Past and a lot of the other shows on the Beef Up Network, check them out. It's uh, good stuff. And you'll have to go look for sexy time songs, because that's what we called the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, we were being a little bit more PC. Yes. Sorry about that. That's what Ben called him, and so that's what I have him on my notes is that, so yeah. All right, gentlemen, does anyone need a question reread? No, I'm in, no. Nah, I think I'm all right. Let's Let's uh, let's find out what y'all put. Uh, Casey, what were your answers to the questions? Uh, do I tell you what I also bid for the questions? No, or? just tell me the no. answers that you nope. put down. Okay, so I don't know jack about baseball, so I put shortstop, and for the... Toys and games. I put Trivial Pursuit. All right, and Sam. Uh, number one, I put Free Agent or Free Agency, and number two, I, I've played this game. I just don't know it. Uh, I put Thanos's Virgin of Life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's find out what the actual answers to the questions were. Uh, I will start with seventy sports. Uh, the 1972 Flood v. Con uh, case or Coon case. Uh, K U H N. I'm not quite sure how to say that. Yeah, Con- I'll say Kuhn. Kuhn. Uh, resulted in free agency, and the 1990 children's board game was Pretty Pretty Princess. Oh, Pretty Pretty Princess. I stand by the fact that I have played that game. I just want to. <laughs> I definitely have played that game. <laughs> so unfortunately, nobody is going to be getting their bids. So let's see how this came out. Casey, how much did you wager? Everything. All right. And Sam? Put one. One point on there. All right. Adam, mathematize us up and let us know what is our final score. <laughs> With a final score of 79-0, Sam Mitchell is the winner of the day. Woo! All right. Woo! Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on. It was an absolutely fantastic game. Uh, Sam, since you won, I'll let you have last words. So, Casey, now is your time to do any kind of plugging or talk about any causes or anything else that you'd like. Well, I just got to say, you know, uh, we're well, – when's this coming out? After Christmas? It, it, yes, yes. This, this is uh, January 23rd. Okay. Well, then, I hope everybody had wonderful holidays and is getting on with their jogging and dieting that everybody does in <laughs> January. <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, I uh, just hope everybody made it through the holidays all right. All right. And Sam? Just a simple plug. If you could follow my trivia little company on Instagram, I'm trying to hit that thousand follower mark. I'm trying my best. Uh, I know it, trivia. I try to put up good trivia content every day so but yeah thanks for having me on this was a lot of fun all right thank you sam thank you casey that's adam and i'm john this was another episode of throwback trivia takedown thank you for listening to throwback trivia takedown if you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you if you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. 
We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head -head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. We wrestled the demon Pazuzu in The Exorcist. Your mother is in here, Karis. Would you like to leave a message? I'll see that she gets it. We hooked the fisherman killer, Ben Willis, and I know what you did last summer. Oh, you got a letter? I got run over, Helen gets her hair chopped off, Julie gets a body in her trunk, and you get a letter. That's balanced. We survived a summer away with the angel of death, Angela Baker, in sleepaway camp. Look what I did. I packed you and your cousin some goodies for the ride up to camp. Wasn't that nice of me, hmm? But we ain't seen nothing yet. Join Alex and Dean of the Return Revenge Resurrection Podcast as we go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the ever-resourceful Michael Myers. I shot him six times! Be there as we discuss the Halloween franchise in its entirety, from John Carpenter's beloved 1978 classic to David Gordon Green's epic forthcoming finale. I shot him in the heart! We cover it all, the good, the bad, and the bloody. Return Revenge Resurrection, a podcast that slashes its way through horror movie franchises. You don't know what death is! New episodes every Thursday, available wherever podcasts are found. I told everyone!